Hey everybody, welcome back or welcome to the Self-Care Bear Club where we focus our attention inward and tend to our best self. My name's Carrie, Coach Care, the bear. I'm here. Where are you? Are you on a boat? Are you on a train? Are you on a plane? Or are you chilling? I hope wherever you are, you are chilling. I'm so glad you're taking the time here with me to, uh, yeah, focus on you. Today, we are going to be discussing six ways self-sabotage shows up and how to manage, how to change. Uh, You're here, so you obviously are slightly self-aware, right? You're slightly interested. So I personally believe that this shows up in everybody I've ever met in some way, shape, or form. And this is, again, not to beat you up or not to get upset with yourself, but just to take notice and see if there's an area where you want to do better, where you could do better. And yeah, let's just do better. (laughs) You deserve better. You deserve better. So this, as always, this is also from experience, um, personal experience. This, these six have been the biggest ones that have reoccurred, resurfaced in my life. So yeah, I'm just going to dive right in. We're going to talk about self-sabotage. So what is self-sabotage? Self-sabotage is like things you do or you don't do that keep you from getting the things you want or successes that you want. So it could be something as simple as you are terrible with scheduling appointments or keeping appointments uh, and showing up to things on time. And how you manage that could be something as simple as you just keep a calendar and you swear to stick by that calendar. So it all sounds very easy, but if anybody resonates with that, it might not be easy at all, right? So to each their own, you might not resonate with all six of these on the list, but hopefully you get the gist and you can pinpoint what it is in your life that is self-sabotaging you because you don't need that. So number one, self-sabotage can show up as settling, right? In any aspect, settling in your work, settling in your friendships, settling in your relationships, settling in the town you don't want to live in, any of these things. So many of us are clearly unhappy and even state that we're unhappy, right? I know so many people that tell me how much they don't like their job or their work and they just continue to do it. Now, I'm no dummy. I know you need money. I know it's terrifying to quit a job. I was forced out of one (laughs) at some point, so I got pretty lucky as far as changing my my career path. Um, but if you're not so lucky to be fired uh, or laid off and you're too scared to do such a thing, I get it. But at what cost, right? At what cost? 
relationships, that's a big one for me. Settling. Like, why why are we settling? If we're settling in these areas, it's because, can you guess why? We're also settling in some area, like, we're set. We are, <laughs> we are the settlers. <laughs> okay, my bad. I'm so sorry. I'm not sorry, but we have patterns, right? It's our mindset was where I was going with that. Duh, ding, ding, ding. We clearly think we don't deserve better or we can't do better. Maybe we think we deserve better, but we, we have these limiting beliefs. Ooh, that was my water bottle. Did you hear that? It's intense. We have all these limiting beliefs that trap us into settlement settlements. <laughs> so just, just take notice. Are you settling? Let's start there. Are you settling in any aspect of your life right now? Quick answer. One, two, three. Did anything come to your mind? Okay. Write it down real quick. Write it down. If you can't write it down, make a mental note of it. And we'll revisit that later. Because now we're on to number two, my friends. The second way that self-sabotage can show up is in your eating habits, right? If you listen to any of my other podcasts, you probably took note of my eating disorders in the past. And all of this has to do with a sense of control or lack thereof, right? Like, yeah, we all overeat from time to time, or we all don't eat enough from time to time, or whatever the case may be. We're not going to be perfect every day. That's not the point. But if you are somebody who is constantly micromanaging your food, your calories, your, uh, you know, anything, (laughs) if you're eating excessively, which is my preferred uh, mode of eating, (laughs) eating habits. This is going very well today. That's not good, right? If we're binging on food, then we are settling. We're settling. We're unhappy. We're trying to fill a void. And that is self-sabotage because eating is for nourishment. Eating food is fuel. So if we're just eating, we're simply distracting ourselves, right? Or even if you're doing the reverse, if you're not eating, if you're throwing up after you eat, that's super, I mean, we can all agree that that's sabotage, right? That's sabotage on so many different levels. Like it's just health sabotage, self-sabotage. Like it's just a pattern that you've created to distract you from getting somewhere honestly getting somewhere you want to go right if you are busy with your eating disorder 24 7 or even 14 7 (laughs) like you aren't going to follow your dreams you're not going to be in a relationship a successful a, a successful one because your focus is elsewhere So that's number two. So we've got settling, we've got our eating habits, and then number three, self-sabotage can really show up as screen time, right? 
we're not going to like this one because everybody's on their screen and it is a habit. So maybe this is a very unconscious one and you can argue with me or disagree, but this is one that I've been struggling with lately as I have done this podcast and kind of branched out into my online business and tried to be more prevalent on social media. I really struggle like on my, not on my days when I'm working 24 seven, but when the days I'm working from home and posting things and trying to connect with people online, I find myself just mindlessly going back to the phone, right? And it's kind of scary because it is self-sabotage, but I'm just, it's a pattern. We're doing it. So that's currently for me. I don't know about you. How do we manage? We we make rules for ourselves, right? And this all sounds very daunting and like not cool, but like I have a rule. I don't get on the phone for at least 30 minutes, if not an hour when I wake up and I do that before bed. Now, have I broken this rule before? Hell fucking yeah, I have. So give yourself grace, my friends. It's all good. I love you. You love you. So remember that you love you. But take note. Try to stick to these rules, these disciplines. It is so hard to break these patterns of self-sabotage. Like so hard, so hard. (laughs) And when you like break one, another one shows up. And that's the point of this list, my friends, because I'm going exactly what I suspect most of us are going through on some level. It might not sound as serious to you as it may be, but as I grow and as I personally live a life full of purpose and all this shit that I didn't do for so long, like, it's just like, wait, what was I doing for the last 10 years? Like, really, what was I doing? Um, (laughs) No, the last three years have been amazing or even close to five, but you know what I mean? What was I doing before I figured all this shit out? I mean, we were doing it. I was really doing Netflix. So screen time is Netflix. That was a very big one for me, especially that goes hand in hand with overeating, binge eating. So it's like, oh yeah, give me my Netflix, give me my food all day on the couch, my friends. I'm not talking about you get home from work. You want to just relax with a little TV. That's fine. You're being mindful about it. You know what you're doing. Like, I'm not saying don't watch entertainment. You know, I'm not saying these things. So why do I keep correcting myself like that? But... I would even do it like once a week as of recently. And if that's how you have to wean yourself off, you know you get two thumbs up from me, my friends. Do whatever it takes to wean yourself off in a way that will keep you successful. And that's what I did, right? This used to be like a everyday off type of thing. Like I'm on the couch, I'm eating, I'm binge watching Netflix. And we say it like it's it's a thing. It's a proud thing, right? Everybody binge watches something and... I don't know if that's something we should be proud of. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. And you especially should not be proud of this if you're, you know, addicted to porn. That's a big one. I don't know if y'all, like, follow people who are doing studies and stuff on porn, but it's just not good. And it makes me very sad. Like, I'm not going to lie. I've watched it before, so I'm not going to like sit here all high and mighty, but 
as I stop self-sabotaging and just build this relationship back with myself, I'm just like, no, that's not cool. Like, that's not cool. Why are we desensitized to stuff like that? Like, that's not cool in my opinion. And it just leads to all this not good stuff. So we don't need to get on a conversation about porn unless you want to. But it's not good for your soul. And it is a form of self-sabotage. If you're at home watching porn all day, you don't have time to make your dreams come true. (laughs) So cut it out. (laughs) So that leads me to number four. uh, Relationships self-sabotage can show up as relationships not even it will show up in your relationships for sure but it can show up as a relationship so an expired relationship mm, raise your hand right this is again another one that just really hit home for me recently and I've been self-aware of this on some level for quite some time But why haven't I actually implemented any changes to treat myself better, right? You know, I'm always the one that sticks it out, hangs around because, you know, the grass isn't green. The grass is greener where you water it, I think. But if you're the only one fucking watering it and the other person ain't doing shit, like, and they're literally, yeah, doing all the wrong shit to like tell you no this is (laughs) I don't want you like this is not it then you got to get the fuck out and like this is me being real and putting this all on the table like it's embarrassing it's I had a client the other day actually and we were having a conversation about her daughter and and she just kept saying the word self-respect and you know this boy is not treating her well and broke up with her and you know she's still holding on and doing that whole song and dance that we've all done at least once and she kept just saying I just wish I just want her to have self-respect like I just want her to have self-respect and I was just sitting in my head and I was like holy shit like I knew that I was disrespecting myself but like what how why like why <laughs> for so long so anyways it's fine like i your journey is what it is and i've learned so much by doing these things but we're not doing that anymore we're not doing that anymore you know what i'm talking about i'm not talking about a committed relationship where there's ups and downs and there's highs and lows that's not what i'm talking about this relate this word called situationship i heard this also behind the chair at the salon and that was a big slap in the face and i heard that like probably at least a year ago if not two years ago and i like realized oh shit that's what i'm in and it made me want to throw up like i'm like why are you doing this and here we are friends (laughs) years later and i've still done it to myself. No, it's not anybody else's fault. I care very much for this person, but it just, it was another form of addiction for me, right? Stop the eating, uh, stop the Netflix pretty much. Like, again, they just keep showing up and they're sneaky. So expired relationships is for me personally, what about sleeping around? What about multiple relationships? So you know, these became really popular. They might be really popular for some of us still, but I live in a world where I think it's gross now. 
Um, I definitely went through a phase where I was like, this is empowerment, right? Like, I can be just like the boys. And it's like, no, I was sad. I was lonely. And I was distracting myself. I was self-sabotaging, right? I was self-sabotaging in the worst way. And just sharing myself with people, like, who, yeah, had no interest, no care, no nothing. So, Again, I'm not beating you up if you like to date around or whatever, but I think it's time we start asking ourselves why. Like, let's be like bald eagles and penguins and mate for life. Or don't, but don't drag people into your shit, okay? Okay, I won't drag you into my shit, even though you're right here with me talking all this shit. I'm cursing a lot today, so hey yo. So, what do we got here? We got a lot of mumbo jumbo. If you're still listening, thank you. I wish you were here talking to me. You are, but we could go back and forth. But we got four things on the list. Self-sabotage shows up in the form of settling, eating habits, screen time, relationships, and number five, maybe should have been first on the list. There's no order to the list. You can probably tell that. I just scribbled them down as they came to me. But number five, for sake of bulleting, is drugs and alcohol. Raise your hand if you like drugs and alcohol. My dad's not raising his hand right now. He's super cool and he's never been into either. And I think that's tight. Um, but I did not <laughs> always follow in his footsteps. So for obvious reasons, I... Maybe not obvious. I'm sorry for saying that. For me personally, they've just become so obvious. Again, another topic we've already discussed. If you haven't listened, go back and listen to some of my previous podcasts on this matter. But I've had a long journey with this, so obvious for me. But Drugs and alcohol impair your judgment, right? Which prevents you from feeling, processing, dealing with stuff that's going on. Uh, It may prevent you from making honest connections, right? Or telling the truth even, or being present. Depending on how bad it is, it may keep you from going to work. It may keep you from family events. It may take you to jail, So these are obvious self-sabotage results, (laughs) consequences, but on like the very subtle side, maybe you do this as a activity, a free time activity, and you think it's no big deal, but have you ever asked yourself, what are the reasons you're doing this for? You know, why Do I need drugs or alcohol to have a good day or to have a good time? I'm all down for a toast, a cheers, a drunk time. (laughs) But again, where I'm at now, these are the questions I'm asking myself. I just want to feel so awesome without anything that... It just doesn't seem worth it to me, right? And so people are like, oh, we're having fun. It's just a good time. And it's like, okay, that's fine. But like this good time could also self-sabotage you your next day, right? Depending on how much you're drinking, like your next day 
how do you want to feel when you wake up? Like, if you got to go to work and you're just hungover all the time, I definitely think that's self-sabotage, right? How are you going to succeed? Like, you might get by. You just want to get by. That's all I ever wanted to do is just get by. I didn't want to be seen. I didn't want to be heard. I didn't want to do anything because I thought I didn't know. But you know. You know. You know. And you can be or say or do or have anything you want. And why wouldn't you want that, right? Let's listen to that little voice that wants more. And uh, so, yeah, just cut back a little bit. See how you feel. You got to manage those feelings. You got to manage your feelings, even if you don't want to stop drinking or anything like that. You got to heal. You got to feel it to heal it, right? And I really don't even know how to necessarily explain that to you yet because I'm such like in the process of processing like the like all the things because because yeah, because I was drinking and I was, you know, distracting myself for a lot a lot of the time so now I have like 10 years of bullshit that I gotta really just look at and be like this is why I do this and this is why I'm like this and this is why I'm like this because I didn't want to deal with it at the time because it was hard or annoying or whatever whatever and here I am dealing with it now so if I can save you time energy frustration then just try to deal a little bit with it now. And so number six is kind of along the same lines. Your self-sabotage can show up as anger or like emotional unrest, right? Because of all those times when you got arrested or when you lied to your parents or when you stole the car or when you cheated on your girlfriend like all of that is trauma and that word really used to bother me I might have already said this to you but that word bothered me because it was like well I did all of this to myself you know and just judging myself like well I did this and it's not that bad like you know my parents got divorced like it's not that bad that's not trauma but the truth is like it is and it affects you and I I was never really taught how to deal with it. I don't think really any of us were. So now we've got to deal with all of the things. (laughs) All of the things from your entire life. No, it doesn't have to be that serious. You don't have to go back if you really don't think about it or if you really don't feel things. But I feel things and I know there's that they will keep showing up unless I actually take a second to deal right anger is so frustrating it's so annoying lots of times this would go hand in hand with drinking with me like i would be you know on my people pleasing like which is probably is which is also self-sabotage if you want to add that to the list but like just like pretty happy-go-lucky but also like didn't speak my truth and then would get drunk and just like like just angry angry truths and it wasn't even like angry truths it was just like all this stuff that yeah came out like word vomit and uh, it's gonna keep showing up unless you deal with it 
<laughs> so you got to get really honest. How do we manage self-sabotage, friends? How do we do it? Self-awareness, self-love. The good news is self-love is greater than self-sabotage. It's greater. It's math. It always works. So even if you don't get it right or you don't do that goal or that habit that you set for yourself right away, it's not going to happen right away. But if you just love yourself anyways, no matter what, no matter what happens, if you can find a way to say something nice about yourself once a day, start with once a day, this self-love practice will eventually just like shine a light on all the self-sabotage, right? It'll still happen. You're still going to fuck up. It's okay. It's okay. Love yourself anyways. Self-love is what's up, y'all. And I didn't love myself at all. (laughs) So maybe you're like me. Maybe you got it down. So if so, please share some of your tips with us here. We would love some tools to move forward. Write down your goals. Write down anything, honestly. When you write something down, it just tells your brains that it's important. So get a journal, get seven journals because you'll go through them so fast. And write down your goals. Write down your goals for tomorrow. You don't have to start big. Big is hard for me. And you should think big because you can have you can have it all. But we're getting there, right? We're getting there. Start with your goals for tomorrow. Just write yourself a plan. Every morning I just get up and I have this little planner and I don't overextend myself. That's self-sabotage. I just like write down the things I know that I need to do today. So again, on my days quote unquote off, that's harder for me because I do just want to sit there and stare out the window sometimes and that's okay. But make yourself a list. Like today, on my list, recording was one of them. And I almost didn't do it, but I said, nope, it's on my list. You got to do it. (laughs) I only didn't do it because it's like almost 9 p.m. right now. And that's like very close to my bedtime. So I'm also trying to get better about learning my uh, flows, like when when I'm flowing. (laughs) When I'm flowing, you notice how I'm a little babbly right now, not to hate on myself, but yeah, I think I just, my creative juices are better in the morning. So I'm going to try to deliver that to you. (laughs) But it was on my list today. So here we are, my friends. Create a plan and create habits that will help you reach these goals, that will help support you. So it can be simple as I will not talk bad to myself. And then you're going to have to repeat that to yourself a zillion times before it actually starts taking just a little bit of effect. And then you keep doing it and you keep doing it and it grows and grows and grows. And then one day you just love yourself and it's awesome. And uh, yeah, your goals are important. So write them down. Communication is big, whether it be honestly with yourself that's what I'm working on here like again noticing how you feel and being like okay I'm feeling this way and not just eating or drinking or even running and stuffing it away being like okay I gotta sit with this why am I feeling this way like what can I do to change this in the future 
how can I heal from this? Or whether it's maybe you need to talk to somebody. Maybe you share your self-sabotage secrets and patterns with a therapist or with a close friend. We don't like to communicate in an age where we're so connected. It's so crazy how we're so disconnected. Find a pen pal online. Like, you don't, if you're embarrassed or if you're scared or you think people won't understand, they'll understand, man. I understand. Reach out to me. I'll be, excuse me, I'll be your pen pal. I am your pen pal. And I'm 100% serious, so I hope y'all, I hope y'all know that. You can slide into my DMs anytime, as long as you got the right vibes, you know. But we vibing, so it's all good. You can manage this. It simply goes back to rewiring your brain and your habits and your patterns. Discipline equals freedom. I just was on Instagram and I saw uh, Jake Gyllenhaal said, say that. Fuck you, Jake Gyllenhaal. No, I'm just kidding. But T-Swift, I do love you and I do love Jake Gyllenhaal. So you loved him at one point too. I feel like it's okay. We're forgiving, right? We're forgiving in this this new light, this new age of self-care. But he said, discipline is the greatest path to freedom. So get serious, but don't get serious, you know? I hope that you wake up tomorrow or you start today with a lot more love in your heart and a little less sabotage and know that i love you i got your back if you need some serious help talk to somebody talk to me i'm coach care i can help you out here um yeah we got this you're good so stop self-sabotaging stop settling stop controlling your eating habits in a bad way Stop watching porn. (laughs) Slow down your Instagram and Netflix. Stop committing to expired relationships, friendships. Stop over drinking and uh, doing a lot of drugs. Stop getting angry and having emotional outbursts. Like, get in control of emotional health is what it's all about. And so that's what you got to manage, my friends. I mean, I can give you all these little tips and tricks, but you know what it's all about, right? Self-care. Welcome back to the Self-Care Bear Club. Here we are. Full circle moment. I love you so much. Please like, uh, follow, follow follow like i don't know what you say everybody says this so please do it for me it from the bottom of my heart it it does matter and i just want to get some you know free education out there if you're vibing i really appreciate it because you know i don't edit i keep this real and that's what i love about it perfectionism is self-sabotage and i really just decided that's not what we're doing on this podcast i just want it to be like we're we're chilling So thanks for chilling. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being you. Uh, I'll see you very soon. Remember, it all begins within. So give yourself a hug. And take care. 
Now, dance, everybody dance, dance. Bye-bye.